that, Katie? That uh, that whole re- like recording real noises thing and then putting music under it. It's, it's working for you right now, fam. I mean, are you are you making fun of my creative process right now? Is that what's happening right here? Like, it's just garage garage band garage band. I don't know how you say that shit but like it's just that Katie it's not that big deal like, like I had to like record a bunch of different stuff like I just like sample stuff dude you're not exactly like Pharrell Williams or nothing okay Pharrell's still around he's still like doing stuff like I assume so cleaner because like he's just yeah he's why wouldn't he be doing stuff? Don't don't undermine me in front of the girls. Why would you do that? <laughs> Dude, that's but, um, yeah, I guess uh, another uh, two weeks, another fourteen days of us uh, procrastinating our actual asses off. Uh, here, I don't know about you as well. Like I'm legitimately out here, like living my actual best life. So, <laughs> do you know that is actually kind of true. You're a certified kimbap chef now. Is that that correct? Like, I'm not even messing or nothing, Sarah. Like I. Like, I think that might be the case. <laughs> like, in fairness, it, it really did look amazing. So, like, what? It's, like, rice and, like, stuff in the rice and, like, you, like, roll it up in seaweed. Um, like, I mean, there's a little bit more to it than that, K.E., but... Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> like, so much better than sandwiches. Like, it genuinely is. And, like, I can't be doing with that yeast, like, inflating me and all that. Because, I mean, girls, let's be real, okay? I have to start training, like, right now. I've got a new BTS single incoming in August. And, I mean, if I'm only learning me a new dance routine, I'm only need, like, improve my cardio, like... Like a lot, like a lot. <laughs> like you, yeah. I suppose you have been like sitting down for like months, like months, Katie, like without a break. Like it's is. I tried on a pair of like like you, you remember them them coated jeans I have. Oh, yeah, your good earth jeans. jeans, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to talk about it. Oh no! Oh no! Quar- quarantine has been really, really tough, though. Dude, in fairness, dude, like you have been out there hiking and cycling and doing other very, very upsetting activities when everybody else has been where they should be with like a sleeve of Jaffa cakes in each yes, hand. Yes, Katie. Yes, Jaffa cakes that are like are my they're my main coping mechanism. I mean, that's that's what quarantine has taught me. You want like. A biscuit that's gonna dissolve the second you put it into your mouth. It's it's, it's, the, the, yeah, the, it's speed. the speed. It's the, yeah, speed. the speed of ingestion. Exactly. I like that we're like aligned on this. Yeah, I I did not think that your um addiction to plushies would bring us closer together the way it has. I kind of I might have like ordered like some pop dolls and stuff online. You want to speak up there, Kay? I don't think that everybody can uh, can hear I you. I ordered some BG twenty one pop dolls to go with my pop doll co- collection <laughs> you have a pop doll collection i do I, I do um they don't they don't really do anything they just kind of stand around and like look cool playing fast and loose with the old word cool there uh but, i mean are you going to pre-order this new single katie is that is that what's what's gonna happen here well i mean do i do i get more Shuki merch if if I do. Okay, this is this is kind of getting into a sugar daddy sugar baby situation what? and I don't know if I like it. Oh my god, did you tell them? No, I didn't. Oh I, I didn't. Okay, okay. So, so, she's a member. 
put up that picture the other day of like me and Kylie and Grace like trying to do like we were doing that you know and you open the front camera oh, yeah, and you're doing like a camera, triple yeah. chin remember yeah. we were <laughs> we were doing that so okay so I posted that on the instant and um I get this message okay like in response to it or whatever and it's this bloke that I don't know I he's not no follower of mine and um he's all like hi eh uh, I'm looking for a, a sugar baby to spoil <laughs> what? <with. laughs> what? <laughs> no way, man. For a sugar baby to spoil. I'll send you an allowance of like two grand <laughs> like twice a week. That's four grand. Shit, I can shit, do man. like multiplication and all. So, good for you. Two grand twice a week. And like I'll send you presents and all. I'll send you iPhones and shit. <laughs> Will you be my sugar baby? <laughs> 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 I really, I really, I, I don't know what I, I what I FaceTime Chloe anyway because I needed something. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you guys and Kylie and Grace and they're just on the floor laughing. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God, Sertia. Jesus so Christ, it's terrifying. What happened? What did you say? Like I said, you know, here, where do I send the new? You didn't, Chloe. No, you didn't. Of course I didn't. Jesus Christ. I'm mad, though, that, like, that's the thing. Like, that, yeah, sugar babies and sugar daddies. <laughs> People do that. Like, but, like, when you think about, you know, how far Katie's willing to go to just, you know, get a couple of cushies. Like, <laughs> dude, oh no, dude, come on. I mean, Sir just sent you the Augustine mixtape there, and you cannot deny how much it legitimately slaps. Come oh on. Oh, my God. Yeah, it just did really, really, really does oh that the one with that song that yeah that guy max is on it <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's the one i just can't stand here like everybody's a stand now or just the five armies just hanging out oh my god i <laughs> know oh, i wouldn't go that far no <laughs> you know like aside from uh aside from uh chloe's new career as a uh sugar baby like it's so disturbing man Sorry, Katie, if it offends you so much, like ha- people having stuff bought for them, maybe, you know, I should like hold off on planning to get like your shuki order, you know, for your alleged birthday. Al- alleged? <laughs> what? Where's the proof, Katie? Where's the- I ain't seen no birth cert. You've seen my actual passport in real life, you actual loser. How do I know you're not some elite spy recovering from amnesia on the run from the CIA, Katie? I think you'd know if I was Jason Bourne, Chloe. Jesus. <laughs> Would I, Katie? Would I? <sighs> Um, okay, so let's let's move on from from that. Let's move on from Katie's checkered past as a CIA operative. What, why does it have to be checkered? Uh, you got kicked out, Katie. Um, I could have left voluntarily. So um, I think we can both agree that people don't leave the CIA voluntarily, Katie. So I mean, I mean come on. <laughs> so how how has everybody been doing these last few weeks? Let's just. Oh my god. Oh, well. Then, how are how are you doing though? What do you mean? Well, like, well, I mean, like, I guess maybe it's not the right place to talk about it. I, I don't know. I, I guess we just didn't get a chance to like FaceTime this week or whatever. Um, it's just uh, yeah. Like, what's what's your all right, Sarah? Is the team? Yeah, like, like guys don't make you like 
worthwhile or whatever. Uh, that sounded weird. Um, no, uh, yeah. Um, and like you know, we don't have to talk about it now. Or uh, well, anything. Like, I guess like I don't really see the point in like talking about it. Really, like Derek gave me like so much shit over the whole stupid thing. Like, like is it just me or is your brother like a massive prick? Well, yeah, <laughs> pretty much like a. Oh, sure. Like for people listening, um, Derek, my brother, um, had a party last week. Um, small enough party, social distancing, blah blah blah. He, you know, it was it was okay. Um, but I sort of got into this thing with like one of his mates, who's like I don't know, always been like really sound and stuff. And oh, I don't know, I was just kind of stupid and took it up the wrong way and kind of made a an idiot out of myself dude there's like no way you could have known he was with that girl like uh, and like isn't it on him to like say if he's meeting some board like he kissed you well so. okay fine he kissed you back same difference well, yeah but like what else was he gonna do like oh it's such a mess like d said like that i just like ruined everything with that with that guy um and and his like chick or whatever Oh, yeah, I just, I just shouldn't have, you know, like, like, what, what was he, like, d- dude, it's not okay, like, guys can't just be like, oh, my urges, y- you know, like, that's not an excuse, like, if he kissed you back, he kissed you back, man, that's his deal, like, you didn't know he was with some girl, right? Well, no, but, but what, but what, come on, I want to hear it, I want to hear it. it. Makes sense. Yeah? Oh, uh, dude. Here, I can't. Yeah. I just can't. I can't. Like, 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 these mates, like, D's a prick, yeah. But, like, all his mates are, like, super sound and stuff. Like, oh, like I just, I shouldn't have done it. It was stupid. Like, I've, I've known, like, his mates for, like, ages. Like, they all practically live in the house, you know, like, kicking a ball around or, like, boozing up or whatever. And, like, oh, like, mom and dad all loved him. Like, mom always says she, like, her favorite thing is cooking breakfast for them after she's been out on the night shift and they're all like asleep in the sitting room after a session like like why why did i have to like oh he didn't do anything wrong no it's just that it's all kind of ruined and like they won't want me around probably like so yeah like you don't need people to kind of be interested like that for you to be like you you know like i'll hear it it doesn't matter um clee if i remember correctly um i was not the only person being super emo last week how how are you doing um okay i guess no more the whole feeling invisible thing what we were doing me let's 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 check in on clee let's uh let's do that um this is my fault sarah i'm sorry i I shouldn't have brought up something so personal on the show i'm sorry i I kind of i don't know maybe we're just kind of so used to talking like this and on the show i I don't know i got confused and i thought we could talk about it on air i'm sorry i should i shouldn't Uh, hey like um yeah no it's 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 not a big deal sorry clee um let's sure let's move on uh, well, do you know, while we're being all gross and squishy and stuff, um, I there was a thing. Um, I was wondering maybe um, if you didn't tag me into like queer stuff online just just yet, maybe. Um, uh, um, y- yeah. 
Yeah, okay. sure. Okay. W- w- yeah. Why? All right. Why are, why are we talking about this now? I don't know. Um, It just sort of happened. Just okay. There. Yeah. Yeah. That that happens. Um, Bandage being pulled off situation. Kind yeah. Of yeah. Thing. I think so. I think I, th- I think so. Yeah. Um, Because like I, I, I was stupid. I was on my phone. And I saw my auntie posting something st- stupid about like she saw some owlad on the bus with a plastic bag in his face okay I, tenor says that that is not her picture she got that from someone and it's actually somewhere in like the us or something yeah yeah probably like they what are they doing on instagram was, i i can't that was on instagram it wasn't on like stupid graveyard facebook or nothing no no they they got a hashtag at a wedding last year at a photo booth and they um they haven't really looked back. Shit, man, that is, that is grim. One of them uh, cornered me at Christmas and asked me to help her write an Instagram okay, story that, that actually physically hurts. It's like a personal attack, like. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's 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 no problem. Clee will make sure that we don't tag you in anything. Um, does does your dad not know? Like it's. <laughs> It's complicated, kind of. Of course, of course, of course it is. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's totally your deal, Cleo. I mean, how you handle it, how you tell people, that's all you, yours, said that weird. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, oh my God, what's wrong with me? I shouldn't have said that either. I'm so no, sorry. No, 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 no. Like, it's it's good. You know, it's, you know, it's probably good that I keep saying where I'm at with it, you know. But like, but like you're, you're grand most of the time like you do be joking about being gay and all and I cannot explain the bone crushing fear that comes after any of those jokes seriously really like, man not like seriously like what if someone from school listens to the show or looks at the Instagram or something like what if they tell someone down the town you know they meet in the shop what if one of them gossipy old ones overhears like what if they're hanging around after mass waiting around to I don't know touch the hem of the garment or whatever and like then they see daddy and they're like just smacking their lips delighted that they get to share the bad news about his daughter right? oh. yeah like there is yeah yeah there is something about bad news and like this is not bad news it cannot overstate that but like yeah there's something in in news that folks don't want to hear uh, that older Irish ladies take a perverse pleasure in yeah that that really is the only way to put that right like I uh, he'd just die I know he would like he would actually lie down in the street and die right there ah here clean it come on like it wouldn't be that bad daddy got into this thing once with one of our neighbours uh, daddy got a new lawnmower and said neighbour was walking past remarking uh, that daddy must be doing well for himself to be wasting money like that that was 10 years ago daddy has not spoken to him to this day the man does not like people in his business Okay, so no tagging clay in rainbow posts. All right, okay, got it. <laughs> we are kind of learning about this stuff too, though, clay. So, like, I, I guess just, yeah, be telling us what you need. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's real nice, actually, Sersh. Thanks. Yeah, that's that's a cool way to put it, all right. Um, yeah, thanks, Sersh. Well, you guys, but yes. Oh, my God, books. Books, 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 books. Yes, I mean, like, this week's book. Oh, my God, so yeah, good. Yeah. Proper, yeah. proper. Amazing. So, yeah, this week's book was um, Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. 
this one was pretty different to, to what we read so far. Yeah, yeah. And it was a pretty huge culture shock to go from a convenience store in Tokyo to like an almost deserted marsh in South Carolina. Shit, man. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, like it was crazy like how like quiet the book felt like like but at the same time like it's like there were all these bugs and like little animals like crawling around and making noise and so, that, that sounds real weird doesn't it like oh my god no Chloe I know exactly okay, what you mean before we get too far into the particular um, areas of wildlife that we really enjoyed about the book oh. because I'd wager there are a few <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so what if we um, introduce our author maybe yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Chloe you, you haven't done any of this in a while you want to give this one a shot yeah, all right. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Center around. Okay. Um, <coughs> Delia Ounce is the co-author of three internationally best-selling non-fiction books about her life as a wildlife scientist in Africa, including Cry of the Kalahari. She has won the John Burroughs Award for Nature Writing and has been published in Nature, the African Journal of Ecology and many others. She currently lives in Idaho, where the crawdads sing is her fourth novel. A wildlife scientist. In the Kalahari ask you. I mean, come on. You just sound like a legendary. <laughs> Seriously, like, I mean, there's tons of information on, like, the website, uh, DeliaOwens.com. Um, but, yeah, her time in, like, Africa with her husband, like, they lived on this, like, super remote campsite in Botswana where, like, they were the only people in, like, this huge area, like, pretty much the size of Ireland. I think that's actually the example that they use on the thing. Like, I mean, it's insanity. Like, they studied, like, lions and hyenas and stuff. Basically, they were living in the... The, the Lion King. They were it, that was what was happening. I, I can't. I, I genuinely can't. <laughs> like seriously, how how cool are the authors that we cover? Like for it, real, it hurts my head sometimes. Could you imagine being that cool? You are that cool, Clina. Come on, lies make baby Jesus cry. <laughs> <laughs> but for your niceness, Chloe, you get to do the blurb now too. <gasps> you mean it? Not feeling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. For years, rumours of the Marsh Girl have haunted Berkeley Cove, a quiet town on the North Carol oh, North Carolina. Okay. Um, got that wrong. Um, North Carolina coast. So in late nineteen sixty-nine when handsome Chase Andrews is found dead, the locals immediately suspect Kaya Clark, the so-called Marsh Girl. But Kaya is not what they say. Sensitive and intelligent, she has survived for years alone in the marsh that she calls home, finding friends in the goals and lessons in the sand. Then the time comes when she yearns to be touched and loved. When two young men from the town become intrigued by her wild beauty, Kaya opens herself up to a new life until the unthinkable happens. Oh my God, it's just so good. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like, oh my God, like the language, oh, the, the writing is just so yeah, good. Yeah, like we were talking about that afterwards. Like there's this line at the beginning of like the very first chapter. I have it written down somewhere. Um, the morning burned so August hot, the marshes moist breath hung the oaks and pines with fog the palmetto patches stood unusually quiet except for the low slow flap of the heron's wings lifting from the lagoon I mean like dude like you are right there like Mm -hmm. yeah like and there's this bit in the prologue like about things decomposing like the swamp is all quiet um uh, compared to the mar- like the marsh has all like insects and all buzzing around but the, the swamp is quiet because decomposition is cellular work like I mean I could actually see mitochondria like in my mind wheeling around breaking stuff down within all them cells it was amazing well you're like 
You're like a scientist, Chloe. I'm just like a scientist, Kenna. <laughs> oh my gosh, like Porig would be so proud of you, Chloe. Uh, if he could remember my name, like, can you report a lecturer for calling you coffee girl for a whole semester? Like, for the last time, man, no. There were other people with coffee cups in that lecture, Katie. Why did he single me out? Because I paid him off in an elaborate ploy to get you to cut down on caffeine. <gasps> I knew it! <laughs> so we can oh add that uh, Chloe listens during her cellular biology um, lectures to the list of things we uh, we learned today. Uh, I mean, this is not news. Chloe is the only one of us with like a full set of notes. Yes, yes, I am. Thank you, Saoirse. <laughs> <laughs> how, how would we feel about taking a dive into an old uh, excerpt of the book, you guys? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um, so, yeah, who's who's up for it? Dude, you've been like doing a North Carolina accent all week. Why are you even asking that question? Oh my God, you have No, 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 no. It was just like to get a feel for like how the dialogue was no, supposed no, no, to no, sound. No, 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 You're going to have to deal with fam. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that's just how this is. Sorry, Sarah, I don't think you're the way out of the I'm going to make a mess out of it, man. Ah, here, oh, I'm going to so okay. good. Oh, well, then, how, how, are, how are you doing, though? Ooh, what do you mean? Well, like, well, I mean, like, I guess maybe it's not the right place to talk about it. I... I don't know. I, I guess we just didn't get a chance to like FaceTime this week or whatever. Um, it's just uh, yeah. Like once once you're all right, Sarah is the team. Yeah, like like guys don't make you like worthwhile or whatever. Uh, that sounded weird. Um, no. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and like you know, we don't have to talk about it now. Or uh, well, anything. Like, I guess like I don't really see the point in like talking about it. Really, like Derek gave me like so much shit over the whole stupid thing. Like, like is it just me, or is your brother like a massive prick? Well, yeah, <laughs> pretty much like a. Oh, sure. Like for people listening, um, Derek, my brother, um, had a party last week. Um, small enough party, social distancing, blah blah blah. He, you know, it was it was okay. Um, but I sort of got into this thing with like one of his mates, who's like I don't know, always been like really sound and stuff. And oh, I don't know, I was just kind of stupid and took it up the wrong way and kind of made a idiot out of myself dude there's like no way you could have known he was with that girl like uh, and like isn't it on him to like say if he's meeting some board like he kissed you well so. okay fine he kissed you back same difference well, yeah but like what else was he gonna do like oh it's such a mess like d said like that i just like ruined everything with that with that guy um and and his like chick or whatever Oh, yeah, I just, I just shouldn't have, bought. like, like, what, what was he, like, d- dude, it's not okay, like, guys can't just be like, oh, my urges, y- you know, like, that's not an excuse, like, if he kissed you back, he kissed you back, man, that's his deal, like, you didn't know he was with some girl, right? Well, no, but, but what, but what, come on, I want to hear it, I want to hear it. it. Makes sense, yeah. Oh, dude, I can't. I just can't. I know, like, like, like D's mates, like D's a prick, yeah. But like, all his mates are like super sound and stuff. Like, oh, like I just, I shouldn't have done it. It was stupid. Like, I've, I've known like his mates for like ages. Like, they all practically live in the house, you know, like kicking a ball around or like boozing up or whatever. And like, oh, like mom and dad all loved him. Like, mom always says she like 
her favorite thing is cooking breakfast for them after she's been out on the night shift and they're all like asleep in the sitting room after a session like it's like why why did i have to like oh he didn't do anything wrong no though. it's just that it's all kind of ruined and like they won't want me around probably like so yeah like you don't need people to kind of be interested like that for you to be like you you know like i'll hear it it doesn't matter um clee if i remember correctly um i was not the only person being super emo last week how how are you doing um okay i guess no more the whole feeling invisible thing Sarah. what we were doing me let's 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 check in on clee let's uh let's do that um this is my fault sarah i'm sorry i I shouldn't have brought up something so personal on the show i'm sorry i I kind of i don't know maybe we're just kind of so used to talking like this and on the show i I don't know i got confused and i thought we could talk about it on air i'm sorry i should i shouldn't Uh, hey do that like um yeah no it's 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 not a big deal sorry clee um let's sure let's move on uh, well, do you know, while we're being all gross and squishy and stuff, um, I there was a thing. Um, I was wondering maybe um, if you didn't tag me into like queer stuff online just just yet, maybe. Um, uh, um, y- yeah, yeah, okay. sure, okay. What? Wh- yeah. Why? All right. Why? Are, why are we talking about this now? I don't know. Um, it just sort of happened just okay, there. Yeah, yeah, that that happens. Um, bandage being pulled off situation. Kind yeah, of. yeah, I think so. I think I, th- I think so. Yeah, because um, like I, I, I oh, stupid. I was on my phone. I saw my auntie posting something st- stupid about like she saw some owlad on the bus with a plastic bag in his face okay tenor says that that is not her picture she got that from someone and it's actually somewhere in like the US or something yeah yeah probably like they what are they doing on Instagram I I can't that was on Instagram it wasn't on like stupid graveyard Facebook or nothing no no they they got a hashtag at a wedding last year at a photo booth and they um they haven't really looked back shit man that is that is grim. One of them uh, cornered me at Christmas and asked me to help her write an Instagram story. Okay, that, that actually physically hurts. It's like a personal attack, like. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's 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 no problem. Clee will make sure that we don't tag you in anything. Um, does does your dad not know? Like it's. <sighs> It's complicated, kind of. Of course, of course, of course it is. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's totally your deal, Clee. I mean, how you handle it, how you tell people, that's all you, yours, said that weird. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, oh my God, what's wrong with me? I shouldn't have said that either. I'm so no, sorry. No, 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 no. Like, it's it's good, you know. It's, you know, it's probably good that I keep saying where I'm at with it, you know. But like, but like you're, you're grand most of the time like you do be joking about being gay and all and I cannot explain the bone crushing fear that comes after any of those jokes seriously really like, man 
not like seriously like what if someone from school listens to the show or looks at the Instagram or something like what if they tell someone down the town you know they meet in the shop what if one of them gossipy old ones overhears like what if they're hanging around after mass waiting around to I don't know touch the hem of the garment or whatever and like then they see daddy and they're like just smacking their lips delighted that they get to share the bad news about his daughter right yeah like there is yeah yeah there is something about bad news and like this is not bad news it cannot overstate that but like yeah there's something in in news that folks don't want to hear uh, that older Irish ladies take a perverse pleasure in yeah that that really is the only way to put that right like I uh, he'd just die I know he would like he would actually lie down in the street and die right there ah here clean it come on like it wouldn't be that bad daddy got into this thing once with one of our neighbours uh, daddy got a new lawnmower and said neighbour was walking past remarking uh, that daddy must be doing well for himself to be wasting money like that that was 10 years ago daddy has not spoken to him to this day the man does not like people in his business Okay, so no tagging clay in rainbow posts. All right, okay, got it. <laughs> we are kind of learning about this stuff too, though, Clay. So, like, I, I guess just, yeah, be telling us what you need. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's real nice, actually, Sersh. Thanks. Yeah, that's that's a cool way to put it, all right. Um, yeah, thanks, Sersh. Well, you guys, but yes. Oh, my God, books. Books, 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 books. Yes, I mean, like, this week's book. Oh, my God. So yeah, this week's book was um, Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. This one was pretty different to, to what we've read so far. Yeah, yeah. And it was a pretty huge culture shock to go from a convenience store in Tokyo to like an almost deserted marsh in South Carolina. Shit, man. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, like it was crazy like how like quiet the book felt like like but at the same time like it's like there were all these bugs and like little animals like crawling around and making noise and so, that, that sounds real weird doesn't it like oh my god no Chloe I know exactly okay, what you mean before we get too far into the particular um, areas of wildlife that we really enjoyed about the book oh. because I'd wager there are a few <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so what if we um, introduce our author maybe yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Chloe you, you haven't done any of this in a while you want to give this one a shot yeah, all right. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Center around. Okay. Um, <coughs> Delia Ounce is the co-author of three internationally best-selling non-fiction books about her life as a wildlife scientist in Africa, including Cry of the Kalahari. She has won the John Burroughs Award for Nature Writing and has been published in Nature, the African Journal of Ecology and many others. She currently lives in Idaho, where the crawdads sing is her fourth novel. A wildlife scientist. In the Kalahari character. <laughs> ask you. I mean, come on. You just sound like a legendary. <laughs> Seriously, like, I mean, there's tons of information on, like, the website, uh, DeliaOwens.com. Um, but, yeah, her time in, like, Africa with her husband, like, they lived on this, like, super remote campsite in Botswana where, like, they were the only people in, like, this huge area, like, pretty much the size of Ireland. I think that's actually the example that they use on the thing. Like, I mean, it's insanity. Like, they studied, like, lions and hyenas and stuff. It's basically, they were living in the... The, the Lion King. They were it, that was what was happening. I, I can't. I, I genuinely can't. <laughs> like seriously, how how cool are the authors that we cover? Like for it, real, it hurts my head sometimes. Could you imagine being that cool? You are that cool, Clina. Come on, lies make baby Jesus cry. <laughs> <laughs> but for your niceness, Chloe, you get to do the blurb now too. <gasps> you mean it? Not feeling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. 
Yeah. For years, rumours of the Marsh Girl have haunted Berkeley Cove, a quiet town on the North Carol oh, North Carolina. Okay. Um, got that wrong. Um, North Carolina coast. So in late 1969, when handsome Chase Andrews is found dead, the locals immediately suspect Kaya Clark, the so-called Marsh Girl. But Kaya is not what they say. Sensitive and intelligent, she has survived for years alone in the marsh that she calls home, finding friends in the ghouls and lessons in the sand. Then the time comes when she yearns to be touched and loved. When two young men from the town become intrigued by her wild beauty, Kaya opens herself up to a new life until the unthinkable happens. Oh my god, it's just so good. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like, oh my god, like the language, oh, the, the writing is just so yeah, good. Yeah, like we were talking about that afterwards. Like, there's this line at the beginning of like the very first chapter. I have it written down somewhere. Um, the morning burned so August hot, the marshes moist breath hung the oaks and pines with fog. The palmetto patches stood unusually quiet except for the low, slow flap of the heron's wings lifting from the lagoon. I mean, like, dude, like, you are right there, like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, and there's this bit in the prologue, like, about things decomposing. Like, the swamp is all quiet um, uh, compared to the marsh. Like, the marsh has all, like, insects and all buzzing around. But the, the swamp is quiet because decomposition is cellular work. Like, I mean, I could actually see mitochondria, like, in my mind, wheeling around, breaking stuff down within all them cells. It was amazing. Whoa, you're, like... You're like a scientist, Chloe. I am just like a scientist, Kenna. <laughs> oh my gosh, like Porig would be so proud of you, Chloe. If he could remember my name, like, can you report a lecturer for calling you Coffee Girl for a whole semester? Like, for the last time, man, no. There were other people with coffee cups in that lecture, Katie. Why did he single me out? Because I paid him off in an elaborate ploy to get you to cut down on caffeine. <gasps> I knew it! <laughs> so we can oh add that uh, Chloe listens during her cellular biology um, lectures to the list of things we uh, we learned today. Uh, I mean, this is not news. Chloe is the only one of us with like a full set of notes. Yes, yes, I am. Thank you, Saoirse. <laughs> how, how would we feel about taking a dive into an old uh, excerpt of the book, you guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how are you? Yeah, um, so, yeah, who's who's up for it? Dude, you've been like doing a North Carolina accent all week. Why are you even asking that question? Oh my God, you have No, 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 no. It was just like to get a feel for like how the dialogue was no, supposed no, no, to no, sound. No, 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 You're going to have to do it, fam. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that's just how this is. Sorry, Sarah, I don't think Sarah, you're the way out it is for you. I'm going to make a mess out of it, man. Hiya, Linda. Hiya, Karen. How's lockdown been treating you? Well, pretty much how you think. So your mum's going mad over all the clothes you're getting delivered to your house too? Yeah. Does she not get that River Island could go under if I don't buy anything? I know, it's just basic economics. But you try explaining that to the boomers. Well, that's where we come in. Deliver Olaby, formerly pre-drinks Olaby, is available to receive your forbidden online shopping, bring it to your house under cover of darkness, and chuck it in through your bedroom window like the trained operatives we are. No ladder? No problem! We at Deliver Olaby will provide all the climbing and safety gear needed to deliver your online purchases safely and silently while your folks are bed into reruns of Gogglebox. Now all you need to worry about is what colours to get that fifth bikini in. Thanks, Thanks Deliverology. Deliverology. 
Deliver Allaby is not affiliated with any other acting delivery service, no matter how similar their name is. Deliver Allaby does not accept responsibility for damage to delivered goods, bedroom windows, or soft furnishings. Medical bills will be charged to the delivery recipient. Please accept deliveries with care. They gave a number there, did they? <laughs> is your mom putting the uh, the foot down over the amount of boohoo.com coming into the house club? Like, I wouldn't even mind, but it's not even me ordering most of it. Like, it's mostly Kylie and Grace ordering bleeding makeup. Like, where do they even get the money for that shit? Like, seriously? The less you know about that, the better, man. Oh my God, you don't think that they're like sugar babies, Ew, do you? No, like, it's more like, you know, maybe they're like actual influencers now and like are getting that uh, stuff for free. You take that back, Katie Morphe. You take that back right now. I'm just calling it how I see it my friend like what if they are though it's like they're not supposed to be they're like only babies like they're not supposed to be out there like being amazing and grabbing life by like the Lerotis <laughs> Lerotis <laughs> we should we should clarify for our non-Irish speaking audience members that Lerotis is the Irish word for bull um, so Lerotis I'm sure you can yeah you can extrapolate like what if they can't go say you should like draw them a picture <laughs> You <laughs> poor Katie Murphy, I love it. But I mean, should we be asking for like guest spots on Kylie and Grace's like YouTube channel? How's this going to work? Like, I mean, this is an actual personal attack right now. I mean, I'm supposed to be talking about our girl Kaya, like how she like managed to like live on while society like turned her back on her. But like, all I can think about is them bitches getting free shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that's what's happening, man. But, um, okay. You're absolutely right, Chloe. Like, yeah, society did turn its back on Kaya and, yeah, totally hung her out to dry. Is that enough of a segue? Just go with it. No, but like, seriously, like, not even messing. They just all picked up and left their girl on her own. Didn't even give it a second thought. What is that Yeah, that was, that was hard. Yeah, like, I mean, it was one thing, like, her mom leaving, but, like, then, like, all her siblings and, like, the brother that she, like, spends most of her time with. And like, oh, man, it was... Yeah, shit. Like, and like from the excerpt there, like I mean, it's clear that Kaya like doesn't know why they've left, which is like how it would be for like a child that young, you know, like they wouldn't take in how bad things would get. You know, it's not until later that she can like put it all together properly and and it gets clearer, you know. But like even then, like I I just didn't get like how a mom could like just live her kids like that. Like I mean, or that even like brothers and sisters could like leave like a younger brother or sister like that. It just it didn't make no sense to me. Like, I couldn't deal with I, that. Yeah, I, we were talking about this, Chloe. And afterwards, I, I spoke to my mom because, like, she, she knows a little bit about this stuff. You know, she she does that volunteering and stuff. Um, and she, the psychology stuff and all that. And, like, because, um, like, I, I know you read about this stuff happening. You know, like, I know that it happens. You know, I just, I don't know why. I, I still don't know why, <laughs> if I'm honest. But, like, in talking to my mom anyway... She kind of said that, like, in her experience, talking to people who've, like, been in an abusive home or or whatever it is, like, survival is kind of front and center like that. So, like, if, yeah, if you're living with someone abusive like that and, like, so much pressure is on you and on the other children to, like, get through the day and, like, not get, I don't know, killed or whatever like it's it's crazy like it's huge like that that amount of pressure is just insane and like when the story is set like I was thinking about this too it's in like the 50s right in like a marsh in North Carolina so like it's not like Kaya's mom could just like throw all the kids in the back of a car and like go to a battered woman's shelter you know it's uh, she had like not even limited options but like no options at all and like 
there was no one who could help her. She was the only adult there. She was there with just a bunch of kids. So like, how was she going to get them to somewhere safe? So like, it sort of seems like she got pushed to like an edge and made a call to like maybe get herself out somewhere safe where she like maybe had a plan to get her kids out after or like maybe she just genuinely felt she couldn't look after them anyway and she just her own survival instincts kicked in or whatever but like I don't know either way like she made that call and then that's what happened and then like one by one the rest of Kaya's siblings make the same call or like a similar call but like the same result or whatever until like until she's the only one left like just just her and and her dad but like what struck me i thought anyway like was kaya's like i don't know strength and like hope and all that stuff like like she's obviously heartbroken when she's left alone like that sort of oh jesus christ like there's actually nothing holding me down here like like genuinely what am i gonna do but like at the same time, she like seems to like legitimately believe that her mom and her brother will come back. Like it's she does have I don't know yeah like hope in those relationships though that does make her miss them more. Oh my god, this is also but sad, like, man. The thing is, like I know this is gonna get a bit wanky, but like she's not like completely alone. Like like obviously she's alone. There's nobody else there, but like. She loves Demarche, like, and it kind of loves her back, like, 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 in like that, it's not enough, you know, it's not another person, but like, it's something. Like, I really like now, again, this is proper wanky, but like, I love walking from my house to like Cabra Village or like Fisbury, even. I'm back again like it's nothing special like I just like it's just cement like and the grains in the estates and all but like I don't know like I just sort of there's this feeling it's sort of like like a like a blanket like a nice cozy blanket but like it's at the same time it's like a weight lifting off you like relief I suppose you'd call it that is wanky yeah I know I, I don't like it <laughs> no no I, like I did notice though yeah like that like yeah the marsh like helps Kaya when no one else will you know it's kind of yeah it's kind of along the same lines Chloe I suppose like like she's hanging out washing at some stage and she's too small to reach the washing line but she's able to hang them on plants around the house them palmetto plants and like the seagulls come and recognize her and listen to her when she doesn't have anyone like the sounds of all the insects and wildlife like help her sleep at night it just felt like like she wasn't yeah like you said Chloe she's not completely alone like the there's never total silence the marsh is keeping her company so she like doesn't lose her mind like it was there were a couple of like really scary bits though like where I don't know it just kind of sunk in for me that like if anything happened to her like no one would know oh like with the nail kind of yeah like if she had an injury that like was bad or like if she choked on something or caught pneumonia or something like she would have just died in that little shack while her dad's out on a bender or maybe never comes home and like no one would have known until like someone I don't know like broke in when they'd come to like mess with her or whatever oh my god like that was so cruel like lads like daring each other to go out to like run to her house or whatever like oh my god so often in the book I found myself wondering like would Kaya have felt like so alone if she hadn't been like so 
actively rejected by everybody oh my in god that, that lady telling her daughter not to like talk to Kaya because she was dirty like if I could have actually climbed inside a book to give someone a slap I would have been the shit out of that woman like don't you think she is talking to my girl like that I'm not shit it was oh, really sorry. mean though it was really mean I, I remember yeah I was real excited for her for Kaya to, to go to school I thought like I don't know I thought that maybe there'd be enough people there that she'd find someone that would be like interested in her and like want to get to know her and stuff and she'd find out what came after 29 that was heartbreaking like it's so mental to think about like the stuff you don't even like register anymore like being able to count being able to read like could you imagine like not being able to do that like it's it's crazy like for real like I was trying to learn the Korean alphabet because you know of course. <laughs> but like no, it's so frustrating like not knowing what like the shapes mean, you know, like it's so weird to think about like us not knowing what letters meant or like how to say words or whatever back when we were in like baby infants or whatever. But like I genuinely have to sound out words in Korean. Like I have to make the sounds out loud for I know what I'm saying. I'm reading a word and I'm like, okay, I don't know what that says. Sa Lang. Yeah, I know what that means. Okay, I love you too, JK. Oh, God, man. It is weird, though. I mean, would it have been better if the other kids had been more like, oh, we feel so sorry for you. You know, oh, here, sit beside me. I'll teach you how to read. What, like Tate did? Wait, so, like, Tate was like taking pity on Kaya okay um, actually we should we should clarify a little so after Kaya is left pretty much at home yeah Ma and her all her brothers and sisters have left and are not coming back and like her dad goes missing for like days at a time each time Kaya isn't sure he's going to come back either she kind of starts fending for herself using her dad's boat to get around and stuff and in doing that she meets an old friend of Jody's uh, Tate um, who he used to go fishing with all the time yeah, and uh, Tate um, kind of becomes interested in Kaya and like wants to make friends with her and teach her things like how to read since the whole going to school thing didn't really pan out. Yeah, no, not in the, not in the conventional sense. No. So, like you're saying, does Tate feel sorry for Kaya and that's why he makes friends with her in like the first place? Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Like when he meets her first, she's like, what, 14? Like, how are you not going to feel sorry for like a 14-year-old kid that's like living on their own like that? So like... Pity is an okay way to begin a friendship, like like a meaningful one. Maybe some people don't have a choice. Oh my actual God, Sarah, you have got to stop with that shit. What? You are a sound, interesting person, okay? Your brother's mates, not the only blokes out there, okay? And even if they were, being with a bloke, not to be all and end all, okay? They're just people, same as anybody else. All anybody needs is connection, okay? Doesn't need to be a boy-girl romantic type situation to be meaningful, all right? That's just hormones and rom-coms, like, fucking with you. Shit, man. Ah, here, how was that anti-feminist? No, look, I think that might be, like, the most feminist thing anyone's ever said on the show. And it wasn't you, okay? I know. Like, I'm gonna have to go and, like, reevaluate some things. It's interesting, though, like, the book, like, if we can, anyway, um, like the book kind of talks about like, like not a lot, but like enough that you'd notice like about female friendships, like about how like a group of female friends is like, I don't know, a force of nature that like never leaves anybody behind or anything, you know, it'll always protect you. That's not 
Kaya's experience. Exactly. Like I was reading a bit on Delia Owens' website and it mentions the fact that um, Miss Owens was like super fascinated during her work in Africa, like with the like pack relationships between females, whereas like males would come and go, you know, females would stick together and hunt and all those kinds of things. Yeah, but like still Kaya doesn't have that experience in the book though. Yeah, yeah. I think the idea is like to treat her as an outlier or like what happens when that kind of connection isn't there for someone. Um, yeah, I suppose. I don't know. Never really had luck with like groups of girls. Him. <laughs> Until now, yeah. <laughs> but like none of the girls I went to school with are still in touch. Why not? Chloe. What? <laughs> I know it's grand. Like, um... I don't know. I don't think they liked me that much, really. Like, I was I was painfully uncool. Like, painfully. Like, way more than now. <laughs> and, like, anyone that I knew that, like, I don't know, like, started boozing or, like, hanging around with lads or got a boyfriend or whatever, they sort of seemed to feel like I was a bit, you know, uh, I don't know, dispensable, maybe. God, Kleena, that's horrible. Uh, I'm sure I've done it to people as well. You know, it happens, I suppose. It's one of those things. But, like, that girlfriends that will look after each other for everything I don't know kind of doesn't wash for uh, me you saying you think we're going ditch you is that what you're saying well like not in a mean way like just kind of if we all woke up and like you guys realize that I'm actually not what you're looking for in a friend like I okay, get it like, like d- between you and Sarah this is like properly annoying me now like you have got to stop talking like this okay we are not going ghost you Kleena we're not going to kick you out of the group we like you stop talking like that it's fucking stupid you're cool Sarah you're cool we're all mates can we not just like f- get on with it like again th- yeah abs- uh, yeah that's that's the truth could have done with being a tiny bit softened ass softened my ass okay that's fair enough Chloe thank you you're welcome uh, but yeah Clee you're you're our friend yeah that's that's all okay like that's yeah that's dude it. like it kind of doesn't matter if you think we're gonna bail or not like the fact is we're not like only person you're affecting with that stuff is like yourself man yeah okay Okay. Um, so uh, I guess kind of means it is okay then for a relationship to begin out of peace. Dude. Oh my like, God. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Te and Kaya now. You better be, okay? <laughs> no, no, I am. But like, yeah, it kind of makes their whole friendship like not creepy since he's feeling sorry for her, you know? Yeah, because like... Yeah, it could have been, like, really creepy. Yeah, and it wasn't. Like, I don't think it was. Like, it was romantic, you know, him helping her like that and them getting closer, you know, the way they did. Man, I don't know if I like that whole friends to lovers thing. I don't know. Older brother's mate is a pretty well-worn trope for a reason, right? Not sure you're in the best mental space to be talking about that particular trope, though, Sarah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> oh, man, it sucks so bad. Like, people seeing you as a kid when you're not one. He kissed you back, man. I meant Derek, dude. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it was super sad, though, like, that Kaya, you know, that she did find it that hard to, like, trust people, though. But, like, you have to protect yourself, like... 
everyone left her like everyone and then like when she tries to go to school or when she like even sees people her own age pass her by in the street or out near where she lives like they treat her like she's actually radioactive like why would she trust anyone that that does talk to her like surely she's going to suspect that they like have a cruel motive or something like that and like and even if they don't even if they are nice people like all the evidence that she has is that they're probably going to leave her anyway so like why would she set herself up for that kind of loss over and over again she doesn't have a family to go back to like she doesn't have that thing that other people have that makes it like okay to take risks like they can call their mommy and daddy when they run out of money or they can't find their way home or they get arrested or whatever you know like anything like that happens to Kaya and she's like completely screwed like I'd absolutely be keeping to myself on Marsh. It's the smart choice, like. Like, Jumpin and, and Mabel have her back, though. Oh, my God. Like, I love my ma and everything. Like, she's the best. But could you imagine Mabel being, like, your ma? Like, for real, wouldn't that be, like, the nicest thing in, like, the whole world? <laughs> <laughs> so, for folks listening, Jumpin um, is a lovely black gentleman who uh, owns the store that Kaya buys her like gas and supplies from and also where she sells the mussels and fish she catches for money to like support herself. It's like genuinely like mind-blowing how she's able to like completely her- like sustain herself from age like 10 or whatever. Did you never like imagine yourself doing that when you were a kid though? Subsisting on my own in the wilderness with no one to look after me? No. Cleana, that was that was not one of my childhood fantasies. Did you not read the Enid Blyton book, The Secret Island? Oh my god, where the kids run away and live on an island together for ages, oh my god. Yeah, and they know how to make beds out of heather and bracken and stuff and huts out of willows and they lived off the food they collected on the island. I always thought that that sounded really like, I don't know, amazing. Yeah. So, like... What was the uh, bathroom situation on this island? You know, Claude, the book did not go into that. Yeah, see, now that's a bit suspect to me now because EP, that's just two days in a field and the toilet situation at that, that's, that's scary enough. Like. And that is with Portaloos in the mix, all right. That is correct, Katie, that is correct. And I'd be very surprised if a remote island in a, in a Blighton book does have Portaloos. So, I mean, it's just, it's just worth thinking about, Clay. That's all I'm saying, okay? <sighs> Okay, so yeah, we'll just cross my uh, childhood dreams there, Chloe. Why not? Good! Childhood dreams that don't involve being best mates with Hannah Montana, going around like solving mysteries and generally being class. Like, I don't think they're worth anybody's time, really. You know, they're a set it. <laughs> Surely oh Kim Possible is the person to be hanging out with. I'm not going to have this argument with you again. Okay, but anyway... <laughs> Jumping and Mabel sort of, yeah, they, they look out for Kaya, right? Yeah, it's all a bit like To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, like, Kaya doesn't really know why black people are mistreated. She just knows that they are. But, like, she knows Jumpin hasn't ever passed judgment on her family before, so she can, like, trust him, at least, you know, more than other people. And then when she does see him being mistreated, you know, it, it, it really hurts her. I wish the book had gone into that a little more, like, or that, like, Kaya had more of a problem, like, with the way people treated jump in like she does defend him but like she opts to like keep herself safe more so like maybe like she's trying to keep like her psyche safe maybe i don't know like so she doesn't go near where he lives too often because she knows bad things happen there that kind of sounds a little bit like what we were saying earlier on though about kaya's family needing to leave her they knew there was a better thing that they kind of almost should be doing but like they couldn't do it they had to protect themselves or or their own minds or whatever it is hmm i don't know how much i like that what do you mean well like 
as much as like Kaya should have been able to like stick up for jumping and like she absolutely should have like I can see how someone like avoids that stuff like they don't go to the place where the bad things happen or whatever like it's lazy and it's ignorant but like it happens it's what we sometimes have to do as like a society to protect ourselves but at the same time it's what we as a society have to like fight against we have to see the uncomfortable truth or the the disturbing truth sometimes but that's that's a whole separate thing but like a family leaving members of their family behind that just seems like way more like wrong or something but like aren't we all supposed to be like equally important why why is it family have to be the most important to you some people don't have like it shouldn't be that you're left relying on people you were born around like it was just like by chance that they're around you're relying on them to have your back like is that the way it has to be for everyone and some people win that lottery and some people don't like no um i don't know i like i really don't like it like everybody's yeah everybody's supposed to like look after everybody else and like stand up for what's right and like that's how you get to like the best kind of society um but like your family are like like they have to be there right they they're oh man yeah like it's like Unless they're not, like... Yeah. But, like, that's kind of what was so great about, like, jumping in Mabel, I thought. Like, Mabel in particular, like, she was just so, like, maternal and, like, not overbearing, just, like, supportive and stuff. Like, like so much so that she was, like, maybe even a little cliched as, like, a fairy godmother type or something. But, like, I genuinely didn't care because she was just so lovely and, like, Kaya just needed her so much. Like, you could genuinely, like, imagine her having that, like, real nice smell that, like, your Nana's handbag does have, you know? We spend an inordinate amount of time talking about how fictional characters smell on this show. I just want to point that out. Do we need a segment? Is that what you're saying? Like, I, I am genuinely considering it. How does this book smell? Like the canal after it's been raining in August. Duh. <laughs> oh man! But um, we should we should probably get down to the uh, the sexiness, should we not? Well, yes, yes, we should. Thank you, young Sarah. That is an excellent decision. Excellent decision, Sarah. It was very sexy. Did you guys not feel weird though about like how young Kaya was? She was fifteen, Katie. Like yeah. Well, I mean, I was definitely having them sort of thoughts around fifteen. So, well, like, it does go kind of far, but like. He does stop. Yeah, but is, like, that okay? Like, yeah? Well, well, like, say Kylie and Grace, they're, like, what, 14? Yeah. Okay, so, like, next year you'd be okay with some 18-year-old taking them out to the woods and, like, getting all naked with them. In 1960s North Carolina. These kids today, Clee, with their TikToks and their time machines, you wouldn't be up to them. That's all I'm saying. Oh, in my day when we were happy with an Instagram story and a few boomerangs. God be with the days, Clee. I mean, it's it's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) How is it that you country people are allowed on the internet? Like, seriously. Because without me on the internet, you would not have learned the phrase, two ends of a whore. That is my favourite phrase now, Kleena. That is an excellent point. That is an excellent point. 
Should we explain it for our listeners? I'm fairly sure they can work it out. Um, well, just in case. Um, to be, as Kleena said, like two ends of a whore. Uh, one would be irritated in the extreme. Overworked, Sarah. Overworked, underpaid and just, you know, just a bit stingy in general. Like, <laughs> yeah. You are such a bad influence on Chloe, dude. I know. It's the best, man. Here, I'm not telling you about like ingrown hairs or like how I figured out to use my sunglasses as tweezers. Like, that's all Sarah. I'm not that gross. How did you use your sunglasses as tweezers? Oh my God. You know where the, the hinge is, where you always like pinch your face. That's, yeah, that bit. Oh my God, you genius. Why did you need a tweezers? Rogue chin hair. Ah. Um, yeah. That's very sad. It was. But, you know, we, I, I dealt with it. I dealt with the situation. Um, did not think I would be sharing that on the show. But aren't you glad you did, though? You know, I, I am. I really am. Like, you know, we can't go lower than this. Dude, don't give her something to aim for. Come on. <laughs> That's a good point, Kate. Um, but yeah, the sex stuff. Um, I wonder, I wonder, yeah, if that's another part of the whole, like, Kaya didn't have female friendships. So, like, maybe she needs even more so than most teenagers. Like, she has a bigger need for physical intimacy. Like, yeah, quite, quite early on. Maybe. Like, that... That sort of sounds like it could be oversimplifying it a little bit, though. But, like, I was definitely, like, bet into Harry Styles, like, in a sexual way. Like, from an early age. Okay. Okay. So, so to use Katie's point from earlier, so right now, Kylie and Grace are jizzing over... Who do kids jizz over these w- days? Why do you have to have kids jizzing at all? It's, it's those TikTok lip sync boys. Isn't that who everyone is into now? Ew. Okay. Okay, okay, I'm going to need to sit them down and then make them listen to Midnight Memories so that they can remember where it is they came from, okay? Um, aren't you, like, supposed to be an army and not a direction-y person? That is an excellent point, Katie. I will have to work Love Yourself answer in there, too. Oh, my God, we're going to be so busy. <laughs> <laughs> what you said there, Sarah, though, that's kind of interesting. Like, what if Kaya's isolation, yeah, has her craving physical contact to begin with? Like, they say that about babies, like that if a baby is in an incubator or something, like they still need physical contact or they won't like grow as quickly um, as they could if they did. Like, if someone doesn't have physical contact, it's like going to mess with them. Like that type of affection is like so, so important. You think so? Oh my god, definitely. Like sometimes like I'll just go downstairs and sort of lay my head in my mom's lap while she's like reading and stuff. It's like it's not super common or anything. It's just you know, you you need it sometimes. Yeah, like I guess I kinda know what you mean. Like my brothers and sisters like are the worst and everything, but like if we're if we're playing video games or like watching T V or whatever and we're all like kinda lying in a mess on the couch or whatever, it's it's pretty nice. Like it's kinda it's kinda cool to be like a big tangle of like legs and stuff. It's kinda comfortable and stuff yeah the romantic side of the book yeah it was it was very romantic maybe maybe a little too romantic i don't know how do you mean well it was as lyrical as the rest of the book like of course but like the rest of the book was about how like a wild place and like a wild situation like interacted with this like really intelligent girl's imagination like of course that's going to be like lyrical and gorgeous and stuff but like to have actual like lyrical things happen between two people and have them do really storybook things for each other I don't know 
I kind of felt a bit, I don't know, I, I, I didn't like it as much as I liked the rest of the book. I know, but it was lovely, doll. Yeah, it was. It was. I just, I don't know. I just don't know if I'd love those parts as much on a reread. You know, like I, I know I'd love the talking about the marsh and about Kaya's resilience and her relationship with her family and jumping and all that stuff. But the romance stuff, I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I think I understand what you mean. But like the thing is, like when you're on your own, though, things do get more dramatic in your head, don't they? Oh, that's a good point. We were talking about this before, and that's why people say it's good to go to, like, support groups and all that stuff. Who says that? Chloe, man. Uh, you're absolutely right, Clean. No, I'm ashamed I didn't think of that myself. Like, when you're alone like that, it's like you think that you're the only person in the whole world that has those problems, so they seem, like, really huge because you've got to, like, fix them yourself. But, like, yeah, when you're around other people, it's easier to see yourself as, like, a person just like them. Like, I think, anyway. Like, things seem... I don't know, easier to handle or something. Yeah, like, yeah, like kind of going back to what you're saying, Saoirse, like I kind of thought that like, yeah, reading the book, the language in it would really get to me, especially about the, yeah, the romancy stuff and all of it. I thought that that would get to me like it had notions about itself or something. How can a book have notions? Like seriously, when are we going to stop internalizing all this Catholic shame bullshit? <laughs> no, no, I know what you mean, Clee. Like it's like someone showing off how many big words they know instead of just getting to the point and telling the story. Exactly. Yeah, but like here, because Kaya spends so much time on her own, like you have to see the inside of her head, which is made up of the marsh and all the details she sees in it. So like it made sense, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally get that. Like all that lyrical prose stuff works because there's a reason for it. Yeah. I just think she's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're getting close to the end here, folks. Is there anything else kind of non-spoilery that we, we wanted to talk about? Well, we sort of haven't really talked about the fact that there is like someone dies like dude like we were trying to keep spoilers to like a minimum it was in the blurb that i read earlier jesus oh yeah sorry <laughs> is there anything we can say about that though? well like uh, we've kind of covered it already because like it's just that the people in the town assume that kaya has something to do with it just because she's an outlier like we're saying and it's just easier for them to not think of her as a person yeah, it's it's messed up, man. Yeah, like I kind of, I thought that it was actually, I kind of thought that the whole murder mystery aspect thing, like I was more interested in like how Kyle was going to handle like being on her own in the marsh and like minding herself and all rather than the whole guy that got killed situation, like. Is that weird? No, no, I completely agree. Like, seriously, aside from the whole, yeah, Chase being found dead and everything, like, it's, it's, I was way more interested in just Kaya's life and stuff. Like, I, it's a while since I had, like, a physical need to read a book. Like, the books we've done lately, I mean, they've all been amazing. Like, Lucia Percival, I mean, is still inhabiting my brain. And, like, I talk to Eleanor Oliphant on a regular basis. But, like, I had to tell myself to, like, stop reading this book to, like, like you can bring books into the bathroom man Sarah dude what everyone does that that's normal it's really really not man fine okay whatever <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> I agree with Serge it was like so absorbing it was genuinely like I was there yeah it was strange to feel like I was like experiencing what Kaya was experiencing like the other books we've had have all felt like someone telling me about what was happening to them so I'm like making friends with the characters or something which is you know the saddest thing in the world 
but oh man <laughs> but yeah with this book I, I really did feel like I was going through what Kaya went through it was like yeah that was heavy stuff she's so strong though like seeing her like get over stuff and make it work and like be looking after herself like learning to read making her own way that was like proper like I was almost cheering out loud like I sort of wish the end had been longer like the, the sort of the fourth act or the third whichever the last act is I wish that had been longer like I sort of yeah I wish we could have seen more of like when everything went to shit like I don't want to say more than that because like I'll give stuff away but I sort of felt like after all of the growing we did with Kaya there was a little bit of like uh, we're done <laughs> like though in fairness I might have been like reading it too fast oh my god Katie I thought exactly the same thing like if I go back and read it again like will it be a whole different book like oh my god I remember the first time I read like the Order of the Phoenix there were like so many jokes and references I missed I think I enjoyed it more the second time around do not mention that woman in my presence okay uh, separate the art and the artist Katie god uh, all my Hufflepuff gear is non-refundable and I look really good in yellow so shut up what does that have to do with anything uh, I'm a trans ally okay <laughs> and a Hufflepuff <laughs> okay but how about I just buy the knockoff stuff from now on and just watch my old DVDs instead of streaming that way she don't get no revenue okay how's that you know, actually, that is a decent compromise. <laughs> and you laughed at us when we suggested couples counselling. She just makes me feel so special now, Clay. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> okay, 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 okay. Easter eggs. Search. Get us started. Um, okay. Um, oh, like, it's probably super obvious, but, like, there's a small bottle filled with ashes. That's, oh, oh, it's just so oh, on. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Chloe, that's that bottle of nail varnish, in it? Shit. What? Oh, Sarah Tenor. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what about you? Oh, man. Oh, I wrote this down. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. For me, it was the grilled flounder stuffed with (gasps) shrimp served on pimento cheese grits. Oh, actual, yeah. Come on. I have never loved you more. That is legitimately what I'm talking about right here. I need that in my life. It is happening. I have no idea how to make it. (laughs) Hey, and uh, Clee, uh, what's, what's the story? Um, Yeah, yeah, there was, this is weird, but there was this line that stayed with me um, when I read it. Um, like, I think it might be like my favorite line in anything I've read ever. But like, anyway, yeah, it'd be cool for people keeping, yeah, who are reading it now to keep an eye out for it, like see if they notice it. But it's about um, dormant seeds in the marsh. So if the marsh gets drained, some seeds can stay there dormant. And when the marsh... Uh, is wet again I suppose is the way to say it they they can grow again Um, but there's yeah there's a line in there about that that's pretty cool oh my god I know the one you're talking about it, yes you can see it happen that was yeah Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. oh my god I have no idea what you guys are talking oh my god I'm gonna have to go back you broke Saoirse Clean. I hope you're happy like I I do kind of feel a weird sense of like achievement right now <laughs> <laughs> Um, like I yeah I don't really uh, my Easter egg sounds really shit now with you guys but um, there was this sandbar that shows up um, that's got a ton of rare shells on it that I think is kind of worth looking out for but yeah damn that flounder Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, and the dormant seed thing that that actually Mm -hmm. it's good stuff 
You guys put me to shame. I'm, I am upset. But anyway, that's, uh, that's it. Um, Where the Crawdads Sing uh, by Delia Owens is available on Kindle and at all major booksellers. And remember to shop local and shop independent where you can. Folks are reopening their shops uh, and they need your support. Um, we will be back in two weeks time with episode six of our Unusual Heroines where we'll be talking about the very appropriate considering how much time we talk about Chloe and, and now Katie's tendencies. Uh, we'll be talking about Fangirl by Rainbow Roswell. Um, so yeah, see you guys then. And in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, wear your mask, be sound, like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Twitter um, at Life Chicklet 4 on Instagram and at Chicklet for Life 1 on Twitter. Um, yeah, uh, do something nice for somebody else, then yourself, then somebody else again. And then wash your hands. Um a couple of times so true so true <laughs> thanks you guys bye catch you later hey you guys uh, it's Elsie again um, did you guys know that there is a book club kit available on Delia Owens' website um, you can use it to direct any conversations you might have with your book club or you know on your own with your BT21 merchandise uh, whatever whoever it is you want to talk to about where the crawdads sing and uh, yeah it's there if you fancy taking a look head on over to deliaowens.com where you can download the book club kit PDF um, it includes questions for discussion an in-depth interview and recipes from Kaya's cookbook maybe Katie will learn how to make um, her Easter egg meal very exciting um, FYI there are a couple of spoilers in there so it's intended for folks that have read the book and want to sit around eating all of the things and talking about all of the niceness um, so yeah uh, take a look and enjoy <laughs>